0: Welcome to the Pulp Nostalgia AudioCast. This week, we have The Adventure of the Message in Red, an episode of The Adventures of Ellery Queen that first aired on November 7th, 1945. The show was broadcast from 1939 to 1948, variously over CBS, NBC, and ABC. This episode is during the show's second run on CBS. Ellery Queen's mystery magazine is arguably the most successful of the digests that followed the heyday of the pulps, running in some form from 1941 to the present day. And even our guest host for this episode has a pulp connection. Actor Victor Jory has hundreds of credits to his name on stage and screen. But most notably, at least to pulp audiences, he played the starring role in the 1940 Columbia serial, The Shadow. And if you like pulp mysteries, you should check out our collection, The Best of Thrilling Detective, Volume 1. It is available from Amazon and other bookstores, or at a discount on our website at brickpicklemedia.com, and that direct link is in the show notes. The Pulp Nostalgia AudioCast is a Brick Pickle Media production, copyright 2021. For more from Brick Pickle Media, visit www.brickpicklemedia.com, where you can find a link to all of our books in our entire online store. And just a reminder, if you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And with that, on with the show.
1: Now, Ellery Queen in the adventure of the message in red. Because it relieves headache pain so fast.
2: Take an Anacin.
1: Because it gives prolonged
2: relief. Take an Anacin.
1: Because it's made like a doctor's
2: prescription. Take an Anison
1: Anacin presents the adventures of Ellery Queen. Tonight, the makers of Anderson bring you another thrilling adventure of Ellery Queen, the celebrated gentleman detective. Ellery Queen invites you to match wits with him as he relates another story of a crime he alone unraveled. Before revealing the solution, he gives you a chance to solve the mystery. Tonight, Anderson's guest, who will represent you home armchair detectives, is the famous actor Victor Jory. And now here's Ellery Queen, master detective and your Anderson host for the next half hour. Thank you,
3: Don Hancock, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, tonight's mystery really had my father going.
4: Your father, huh? Oh, Nicky. I suppose all those murders were duck soup for you, huh?
3: Oh, well, no, 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 Nicky, this case was no harder than many I've had. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> anyway, I call it The Adventure of the Message in Red.
4: Hotel Arbutus, public stenographer. Yes, I'm Miss Kirby. At this hour? But... All right. If you drop into my office right away, I'll... I'll try to get it out tonight. Oh, why can't they just take their old business letters during the day? Oh, gee, I'm tired. I'd better douse my eyes with cold water. I'm so sleepy, I could... So soon. Coming. Gee, they must have used a house phone from the lobby. Well, come in, won't <gasps> you? Hooray! Hooray! In Dixieland, now, now, who's there? out here now who'd be using that talky thing from the vestibule nobody does yes yes this miss hazel but at this time of night i was just going to bed been washing my supper dishes all right if they've just got to have a reader's report on it by tomorrow morning just open the vestibule door, and my apartment's the first door on your right. Would be my luck if it's one of those half a million word jobs. Just a second. Oh, I wish I were in the land of cutting. Old times there are now. Ah!
5: That's all you have got to tell me, Piggott. Call back when you make sense. Sorry, I'd to keep you and Nicky waiting. Those two killings last night, Dad, huh? Yes. Last
4: What two killings, Inspector? I haven't seen today's paper.
5: Two girls, Nicky. First one a public standard with the Hotel Arbutus on Lexington Avenue. Shot to death at 9.15 p.m. name of
3: Kirby. Second one, a part-time manuscript reader for Mason and Morris and the publishers of Miss Hazel... Shot to death around 10.30 p.m. in her Greenwich Village apartment.
5: Both has opened their doors. No evidence of robbery. Both unmarried, unattractive. No entangling alliances. Lived alone. No witnesses. No clues. No motive. And the girls never knew each other. Never knew any of the same people. Cute.
4: Then the murders aren't connected,
2: Inspector.
5: But they are, Nicky. Ballistics reports the same gun killed both of them. I don't wonder you're puzzled. I think it's a nut kill myself, Ellery. Uh, yes, Willie? Really? Afternoon, Sergeant. Hi,
6: Mr. Porter. Maestro. Oh, Sergeant. Inspector. No what? No. what? Another one. No. Yeah, a girl shot to death. Oh. She answered her door around 1 a.m. last night. Body wasn't found till this morning. Oh,
4: number three last night. Who was this
6: one, Bailey? Lady's maid, Lucille Du... Du Bois. Uh, du Sergeant. French. Yeah, yeah, French maid. Worked for the Canellas.
4: Canella? The, uh, Vetti, Vetti Canellas?
6: The same. She was shot in the Canella house, Sergeant. Yeah, that 199-room shack on Upper Fifth Avenue. In her bedroom. A stenographer, a publisher's reader, and a lady's maid... Mind if I sit in,
5: Dad? You can make any sense out of it, son. Come on.
7: I've had to cancel the most important appointment this afternoon with my hairdresser. And uh, Mrs. Canella, if you let me my get away. My husband is simply furious. My daughter, poor child, frustrated. <laughs> look,
6: Mrs. Canella. And I'm
7: uh, on the verge of losing what little mind I have. Uh, Mrs. Canella. Do you understand, Mr. Crean? I know you do.
3: The death of your maid has upset you, naturally.
7: Oh, yes. Where am I going to turn? How can I replace Lucille? You don't know the trouble I had getting her originally. And now she's dead. It's not fair. It isn't. Uh, the trouble is, gentlemen, you don't know the problems we girls oh, have.
5: Yes. Uh, look, madam, how did this
7: happen? I'm sure I don't know. People shooting off guns in my home and everything. I'm so glad I wasn't home when it happened, even though the house is completely soundproof. Your husband I, uh, will you, madam? Uh, C- Mr. Canella? Oh, no, no, he was out somewhere. His club or something. How about your daughter? Madge. Oh, now, please, don't drag poor Madge into this. She suffered so much already. When did you first
3: learn your maid was dead, Mrs. Canella?
7: About eleven o'clock this morning, Mister Crean, when she didn't bring my breakfast in bed, I knew instantly something was wrong. Well, of course, that's the way you tell. Oh yes, I rang and I rang and I and rang. Mrs. And after...
6: Canella, who found the stiff? Stiff? The remains, madam.
7: Oh, why, my daughter. One of the servants told Madge that Lucile's light was still on this morning, and she didn't answer the door. So Madge went up to the servants' quarters and went in and the poor child, the poor, poor child. That's why no one answered my rings, you see. Uh, leaving you without D- breakfast.
5: Oh, that's simply frightful, Miss oh, yes, yes. Canelli. Yes, well, suppose you have a little snack of caviar and cold pheasant or something while we hunt up your dog.
7: Oh, dear, must you?
5: Must we what, madam? To
7: give Madge the... The third degree or whatever it is. You, you, you don't know how sensitive the child is. She's always been so delicate. She shrinks so from the more brutal aspects of life. Oh, Mother, stop <laughs> drooling. Oh, oh Madge, darling. Are you all right, dear?
4: Definitely uh, not. Are these some more policemen? Who's the wench, A sob sister? Um, the wench is Nicky Porter, Mr. Queen's secretary. Uh, Ellery
5: Queen. Sergeant Villing. Inspector Queen. Now, Miss Canella... And
4: you're in charge. Why isn't that body taken away? And who's going to clean up the mess? And you're to keep reporters out, too, do you hear? Thing like this happening now. Do you hear me? No, newspaper men. Oh,
7: dearest, don't excite
4: yourself. Oh, shut up, Mother. All this is your silly fault anyway. Uh, my
7: fault.
4: Yes, I told you long ago you should send that Snoop packing, but no, you had to hang on to it till she had the bad taste to get herself murdered all over our house. Oh. What am I going to say to Evie? Evie? My fiancé. At least our engagement was supposed to be announced this week. One of the very best Boston families. You'll never stand for a scandal. Why
3: should you think there's going to be a scandal, Miss Canella?
4: Oh well, isn't a murder scandal enough? I don't think
3: that's what your daughter meant, Missus Canella. Ah? Yeah. Uh,
4: nothing. Nothing at all. I-, I didn't mean anything.
5: Let's take a look at the corpse. <laughs> Interesting. What,
3: Ellie? Notice the facing surfaces of the tips of her index and middle fingers, Dad, on the right hand. Huh. Oh, well, calloused. Funny place for calluses. Yes.
4: If you gentlemen are through admiring Miss Dubois's calluses, would you mind covering up again so I can turn around?
3: Hmm? Oh. Huh. All right now, Nicky. But
4: how do you know this maid's murder is connected with the other two murders?
5: Bradley was here early and dug the bullet out of her chest, Nicky. Ballistics just reported it came the same gun that shot the Kirby and Hazel girls. Just what the connection is, I'm blessed. Oh, really?
6: Uh, you throw with the corpus, Inspector. The morgue wagon's here for the pickup.
5: Take her away. Uh,
6: she's all yours, boy. Uh, what did you find out about the other servants, Sergeant? Uh, names, uh, Butler, James Smathers, Cook, Sally Fabian, Chauffeur, Waller Boyle. Upstairs maid, Vera Andorf. Uh, Smathers and Boyle share a double room, so do the Fabian and Andorf woman. Uh, each bunkie alibis the other for last night. Period.
7: Mother, you know you shouldn't be up here. It's just your morbid curiosity. Oh, I don't know why you say such things to me, Madge, baby. Oh, l- look what they're doing. Stay out
8: here in the hall, Margaret. You too, Madge. Oh, Inspector Queen. Who are you? I'm Milford Canella. My wife just formed my club. Is there anything I can do?
6: Hey, excuse me, folks. Okay, boys. Take this throat. Oh, Madge, I can't look. Oh, poor Lucy.
7: Be yourself,
4: Mother.
6: No, oh, Mr. Canella, we were just...
5: Pardon me. Harry, what's that you just picked up? Oh, well, this piece of scrap paper
3: was hidden by Lucille Dubois' body, Dad.
4: A message in red. Uh,
7: red? Message. Let me see. In red? Is it? Oh, oh, it is.
3: Written in blood.
5: She must have lingered a few minutes after the shot. When I killer left, She tried to write something before she died. What's it say, Harry?
3: Mm, starts with a capital M, but there are a lot of spatters in the paper, and I can't quite make the rest out. I'll have Craney look it over in the police lab. He'll decipher it. Give it to me, son. I it's then. quite
8: important that you make a quick arrest,
5: Inspector. What's that mean, Mr. Kanelli?
8: I... well, I expect very shortly to be appointed to an extremely important diplomatic post abroad. So this unfortunate little affair must be cleared up at once. And without scandal.
7: Milford has worked so hard for the honor. Yes, it's been father's pet dream. In fact,
8: Inspector, unless you solve this case within 24 hours, I may have to see to it that, uh, that someone else is put in charge. Come, Margaret. Mad?
4: And father's just a little guy who can do
5: it.
3: I... Why, well, Dad.
5: Henry, right,
3: where are you going? i have to confirm a theory, Dad. Theory? But what, About the connection between the three murders last night. I think I know now what it was. <laughs> Anybody care to come along? And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the beginning of our mystery. We'll tell you more
1: in just a moment, but first,
3: here's Don Hancock for Annison. Friends, if you
1: want quick, comforting relief from pounding headache pain, take an Anison. Yes, take an Anison because Anison relieves headache pain so swiftly. Millions now know that easy-to-take Anison tablets act fast, give prolonged relief, and that's why we say
2: take an Anison.
1: There's a good reason why Anison relieves the agonizing pain of headaches so much more quickly. Anison is made like a doctor's prescription. That is, it contains not just one but a combination of medically proven active ingredients your own physician or dentist may have already recommended Anacin to you. That's how millions first discovered Anacin's incredibly fast relief. And now, at the first sign of the pains of headache, neuralgia, or neuritis, they simply...
2: Take an Anacin.
1: Anacin, spelled A-N-A-C-I-N, is sold at all druggists. So if you want fast, prolonged relief from headache pain...
2: Take an Anacin.
1: And now, back to our story a short time later, and the inspector's car, with Sergeant Bealey at the wheel, is threading its way through midtown Manhattan traffic.
4: But what is the connection, Ellery?
3: And
1: how'd you know, Maestro?
3: What well, was the occupation of the first victim, the Kirby girl?
4: Public stenographer.
3: And the second one, Miss Hazel? The Greenwich Village gal? Or she was a part-time manuscript
4: reader for Mason and Morrison.
3: A public stenographer, a publisher's reader. Now, Dad, do you recall the peculiar calluses we found on Lucille Dubois' right hand?
5: In the facing sides of the tips of her index and middle fingers.
3: What very ordinary activity, if sufficiently prolonged, would cause calluses there?
5: Holding a pen
4: or a pencil.
3: Yes, Nikki, writing. But not casual writing like the occasional writing of letters. Lucille Dubois was writing a great deal for a long time weeks, months. A diary? Perhaps, at least a very extensive manuscript in longhand, Sergeant. So, we have Lucille Dubois, lady's maid in a very wealthy society family, writing a long manuscript by hand. When it was finished, what would happen to such a manuscript? You take it to a public stenographer To be typed? Surely, the unfortunate Miss Kirby. And where do people usually take typed manuscripts? To a publisher. And most publishers employ readers to weed out undesirable submissions. And that's your Miss Hazel of the village. Simple?
6: Maestro, you're a genius.
5: (laughs) The murdered girls are probably the only three people in the world who've read a certain unpublished manuscript. And that's why they were murdered.
6: Man, it must be dynamite. The killer must have swiped it probably from the Hazel girl's apartment in the village after he bumped her off.
5: And destroyed it, Jimmy. Yes, but there's
3: still a possibility that something. Well,
6: here we are, my Uh Here's
3: Rockefeller Center. Come on.
4: I must say, Mason and Morrison go in for book publishing in
5: a large and handsome way, Alright.
3: <laughs> They're a bit on the sensational side, Nicky. Oh, uh, Miss Jenkins?
5: Yes, Alberta Jenkins. Are you the assistant editor to my son's book on the receptionist
3: phone?
4: Yes, and you must be Inspector Queen. That's right. I must say, I'm all of a flutter. Am I arrested?
3: <laughs> Not exactly, Miss Jenkins. Did you bring the list I asked you for?
4: Here it is. All the manuscripts turned over to Miss Hazel the past few months for a reader's report. Let me see,
6: Ellery. Sigh, she read a lot, doesn't she? Mm. It'll be quite recent, I think.
3: Ah, look at this entry, Dad. Made tells all
5: by Lucille Dubois. Wow. Wow. Miss Jenkins, where's this manuscript? Are you sure Miss Hazel didn't return it to Mason and Morrison? I'm pretty sure she didn't inspect it,
4: but come into my office. isn't
3: here. Oh, no. But oh,
4: I heavens. just remembered... Where is that again?
3: Remembered what, Miss Jenkins?
4: There was a letter from Miss Hazel in this morning's mail. I've been so busy today, I... Here it is. Still unopened.
3: Give I Give that
5: to me, right. baby. Look. Dear Miss Jenkins, enclosed is a short preliminary report and three of the last batch of manuscripts.
4: I will personally deliver the manuscripts plus full reports later this week. The enclosed thumbnail
5: reports cover number one. Give Back My Lover by Flo Gently.
6: Phoey.
3: Romance in a phone booth, my John
6: bag, wow.
3: And The Maid Tells All by Lucille Dubois. No. Uh, Miss Jenkins, would you mind leaving us for a moment?
4: I certainly do mind, Mr. Queen, but. Well.
3: Where's that report the Hazel Woman enclosed? Ah, here.
4: Now we'll find out.
3: A uh, Maid tells all. Sensational true-life story of high life as seen from Backstairs. stairs. was faulty. Author obviously thinks in French, but might be worth a rewrite. Possibly high sales appeal, but must be screened carefully by legal departments against libel suits. That's all.
5: May, its manuscripts filled a lot of nasty, unsuspected stuff about the Canellas. It would have cost Milford Canella that high diplomatic post he's been angling
3: for. Or
4: Madge Canella, her blue-blood Boston marriage.
3: Yeah, somehow the killer discovered what Lucille was writing, who typed her manuscript, and the name of the publisher she sent it to. And
4: through the publisher, which
6: reader had it? So, he's got to wipe out whoever run it. Steno, wham. Reader, wham. And he swipes the manuscript from her apartment. Then he goes back to the Canella dump and blasts Lucille in the secrets society. Ah, uh,
3: too safe, blasted... I thought we might find a clue here to the killer's identity. But apparently, the whole Canella family has motive. Stymied.
5: Let's go down to headquarters. Maybe the autopsy's turned up something.
4: Don't drive so fast, Sergeant. You just passed a snail. Well,
6: there's nothing to rush for, Miss Porter. You could only see some daylight.
4: In this darkness, Inspector? Oh, um, at least I'm enjoying this ride on the East River Drive. Or I would be if the great (laughs) man's thoughts weren't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Queen
4: is with us again.
3: (laughs) Why then? The answer, Dad. It's right in your pocket.
4: What
6: answer? To the triple header, Maestro. My okay.
3: I forgot, you forgot, we all forgot, Dad. A certain message in red,
5: holy. That dang message, Lucille wrote in her own blood. Say. The one we
4: couldn't decipher.
5: And I put it.
6: Ah, here. What's the matter with Come me? Billy, really get down to headquarters, quick. Yeah, man. Ha. If anybody can make it out, it's that whiz in the lab. Men, we're in. Sailing, sailing over the, the mountains. Sure uh, uh, beat it up. Huh? What's in you now,
5: Sam? A car right on our trail, coming up fast. There's some drunk who wants to race. Where's a police car. Billy, Billy, he's out to wreck us. Oh, yeah? Keep going, faster.
6: Look out, Georgia. Why the fuck?
5: take us No, not for Mickey and McCall. Don't mind me. He's doing I could only spot the driver. It's too
4: dark. Billy, watch it
5: one piece. Sorry.
6: I'm okay, sir. Inspector. Uh,
5: uh, no, no bones broken,
3: Billy. Eddie. Uh, by miracle, we're all all right. Oh, Billy, that was quick thinking. Oh. Said me was.
4: Oh. Oh, if it weren't for the way you took that crash, Sergeant, we've been through the retaining wall at the bottom of the river.
3: Thanks, but look at the
5: car, Inspector. Never mind the car. Why?
3: Dad, Lucille's what? message. Huh? All three Canellas were present when I found it under Lucille's body this afternoon. One of them must have trailed us. Waiting a chance to destroy Lucille's clue before we could get it to headquarters.
4: Then the killer is one of the Canellas. And her message tells which one. Here a car, Let's get to that lab. Sergeant.
6: Well, Edie. what's the lab verdict? Well, it's this way.
5: Sergeant. No good.
6: Kind of
3: looks like a puzzler, Inspector. Uh, Never mind characterizing it, Vili. What did they say the message is? Uh,
6: It starts with a capital M, Maestro, like you said. Then a period. M, period, yes. Then a space. Then a capital K. Then a small I, N. The N trailing off like she died before she could finish the work. And that's all. Capital M, period,
5: space... Capital K, small I-N. Capital K, small I-N. The start of the name Canella. No doubt about it, Nicky.
6: But what's the capital M period space mean?
5: Last name Canella. M period must be the initial of one of the Canellas' first names.
4: Milford Canella. M for Milford.
5: And the daughter's name also starts with an M, Nicky.
3: Madge. Well, then it's
5: either Madge
6: or old Madge.
3: Uh, let's not leave out Mrs. Canella. Don't you recall Canella addressing his wife as uh, Margaret? Frost. Another washout. Again, it could be any of the three. Let's go
5: back to the Canella house. I'll find out which one it is. Good evening. Oh, dear. That inspector man again. And that nice Mr. Queen,
4: etc.
5: Well, Inspector, have you cleared up this mess? Where were you three late this afternoon and early evening? Where were you?
7: Why, uh, 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 I, I needed air. I was strolling in
6: uh, Central Park. Alone, Mrs. Canella? Why, yes. How
5: about you, Mr. Canella? Well, as a matter of fact,
8: I took a walk myself down Fifth Avenue. Very upsetting business, you know. Meet anybody you know,
5: Mr. Canella? No. And you, Miss Canella?
4: I took one of our cars and drove around town for a while just to uh, cool off. hmm <laughs> I'd had a phone call from dear, dear Evie in Boston.
7: Uh, my daughter's fiancée told her they'd better wait about announcing the engagement until this uh, this miserable affair blows over. I knew it. I just knew it. Uh, aren't we getting off the track?
6: No alibis. Hey, Valerie.
5: Anything to ask these three people before I take them downtown
6: for a
3: real going over? No, but uh, why do you want to take them to headquarters, Dad?
5: Why do I... To find out which one of them bumped off the Kirby and Hazel girls and Mrs. Canella's maid.
3: That's why. Oh, I can tell you that, Dad. Right here and now. And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the mystery. Now, suppose you home armchair detectives match wits with Anison's guest for this evening.
4: And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, our guest, the famous actor of stage, screen, and radio, is Mr. Victor Jory, who is starring on Broadway in the hit play Therese.
3: Good evening, Mr. Jory. It's nice to have you with us. Mr. Jory, I I guess tonight's show is a change for you, isn't it? It certainly is. Because generally, I'm on the other end. I'm the prisoner of the murdering,
1: Hillary.
4: <laughs> well, you always are uh, the criminal, but you're always so wonderful, too.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Nikki. Uh, I hope you'll like me just as well in the
3: role of detective. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, Mr. Jory, who do you think murdered the three women? Well, I'm not very sure. I think it was the mother, oh, Margaret Canella. Why do you think that? Uh, my only reason for thinking that is because the uh, Milford Canella... Uh, suspicion is planted on him instantly by the fact that he says that he has a very important post and it's very valuable to him. The daughter banks that, backs that up. The mother has said nothing. Furthermore, the mother's alibi, uh, being in Central Park, seems to me one that could be shaken less easily than the man who walked down Fifth Avenue, which might be checked on, or the girl in the car because the car could be checked on afterwards. Thank you, Mr. Jory. You'll find out in just a moment if your solution is correct. Now,
1: here's Don Hancock for Anson. Today, millions are switching to Anison. For Anison is the modern way to relieve headache suffering. There's nothing to fuss with, nothing to mix or spill, just easy to take little tablets that you carry right in your pocket or purse. And Anison is the fast way to prolonged relief. Prove it. Next time you have a headache,
2: take an Anison.
1: Anison must give you fast prolonged relief or your money back. I'll repeat that. If you're not thoroughly satisfied that Anison does much more for your headache pain, simply return the unused portion, and your money will be refunded. So tomorrow, ask your druggist for the small, inexpensive package containing twelve Anison tablets. Take only as directed. If pain persists or is unusually severe, see your physician. Remember, there's only one Anison. Don't be satisfied with anything less. Next time you have a headache pain,
2: take an Anison.
5: All right, son. You know which of these respectable citizens killed the three girls? Sing out.
3: Uh, Dad, what was the message Lucille Dubois left in her own blood?
5: Start of a killer's name. Capital M period, space, capital K-I-N for Canella.
3: Yes. But what did the capital M period stand for?
4: Well, it could only mean the initial of one of the Canellas' first names, Ellery. How
3: can it possibly represent one of the first names, Nikki? Milford, Madge, Margaret. All M's. If Lucille had presence of mind enough to write that message, certainly she wouldn't have left an ambiguous clue. A clue that could refer to any of the Canellas. So when she wrote that capital M period, she didn't mean the initial of one of their first names. She meant some other abbreviation. One she thought would be perfectly clear. But what, Marshal? Well, Sergeant, what abbreviation, other than a first initial, usually precedes a last name? Huh?
5: Abbreviation for Mr., Mrs., or Miss.
3: Oh, but no, that,
5: that would be M-R, M-R-S. And Miss has no abbreviation. Oh, so it
4: can't be that either, Ellery.
3: It can't stand for Mr., Mrs., or Miss in English. But how about French? French? What? Mrs. Canella's maid was French. And that reader's report in her book actually remarked that the author obviously thinks in French. What's the French abbreviation for Mrs.? Well, any schoolboy knows that. Capital M, small M E for Madam. Miss, capital M, small L L E for Mademoiselle. But for Mr., Monsieur, it's simply capital M, period. Not Get in, Billy! I'll
6: yet. see you all sizzle for this! Oh, yeah! Oh,
5: no. oh. I disagree, Mr. Canella. If anyone's going to sizzle, it's you.
3: And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the solution to our mystery. We'd like to thank Mr. Jory for being our guest armchair detective this evening. And as mementos of the occasion, Anison has for Mr. Jory a beautiful Gruen, very thin wristwatch, a copy of my new mystery anthology, Rogue's Gallery,
1: and a subscription to Ellery Queen's Mystery Magazine. Ellery will be back in a moment with a preview of next week's story. Meanwhile, remember, because it relieves headache pains so fast...
2: Take an Anison.
1: Because it gives prolonged relief.
2: Take an Anison.
1: Because it's made like a doctor's prescription.
2: Take an Anison.
1: There's only one Anison. Get Anison tomorrow. And now Ellery, uh, how about next week's case? Got another mystery with three or four murders? <laughs> no, Don. Only one murder next week. But it's one of the most
3: confusing to come our way in a long time. A tough one, huh? Yes, we had so much evidence we didn't know what to do with it. Uh, not to mention the problem of the bending corpse. The bending corpse. <laughs> Looks like that did it, Don. Now you'll have to wait till next week when Anison presents the adventure of the happy marriage. <laughs>
1: you are suffering miseries of a cold, why take chances with untried remedies when time-tested, reliable Hills cold tablets may promptly relieve that dull, headachey feeling and the muscular aches and soreness of colds. Double your money back if you do not get satisfactory relief from such distress in half an hour. Take only as directed. Time the action. Only Hills offers you double your money back if you do not get half-hour relief. Hills cold tablets. This is Ellery Queen saying goodnight for Anison. Anison is a product of the Whitehall Farmicle Company. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.